The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. If I say the word family, what do you think of? What thought comes into your mind? Is it a positive response or could it be that you feel maybe a little sadness and maybe even some anger? You know, not all of us feel the same way about our experiences in a family as others. Believe it or not, you can improve the future of your family by following some simple rules. And so I plan to give you some helpful advice based on God's word that will lift your perspective on marriage and family. The points you will hear may sound simple at first, but they are deep and lasting principles that have stood the test of time. You know, it's amazing that so few people give the time to think about marriage and children as they should. So many families just happen without any planning or thought. It seems that we give more attention to the car we are going to buy than the person we will marry. Think for a moment of the ideal marriage and family. It's based on a strong relationship between a mature and caring husband and father with a responsive and loving wife and mother. The family should be a place of respect for all. It should be somewhere to escape to, not to escape from. Children need nurturing and instruction. They, they should be taught to respect their parents and in turn, they will receive the confidence of knowing they are loved and admired. You know, it may sound strange, but a lot of people only think about their marriage and their families when they are at risk of losing them. Instead of addressing problems when they're small, many people allow bad habits and patterns to develop that later destroy their marriage. Would you like to know what the keys are to building a successful family? Well, we have a package of two vital booklets that go hand in hand to help you. Here's the first one. God's plan for happy marriage, and the second, successful parenting God's way. If you would like to know how you can receive these two booklets free of charge, stay tuned. A very warm welcome to our regular viewers of Tomorrow's World. On this program, we aim to give you the keys to successful living. As we witness an assault on the pillars of our society, it's time for us to develop strong patterns of behavior in our lives that will ensure that we and our loved ones will survive the tough times ahead. You know, to state it frankly, we need to build strong fortresses where our families can retreat to for safety. Today, we may not build castles or walled towns to keep the enemy out. Rather, the enemy is all around us in our very homes. Television and the internet are with us right where we are. And so it takes resolve to control and discipline ourselves to sift out the good from the bad. As we enter the second decade of this century, we are living in a very different world than the one that I grew up in. You know, as a boy growing up in Australia in the 1950s, I remember few divorces in our family or even amongst our friends. 
The Ten Commandments were considered to be good for us. And families as a whole were strong and children expected to get a spanking if they misbehaved. What changed? What happened? Well, let's take the time to review what has happened in the last 50 years. You know, the 1960s were a decade of dramatic shifts in public thought and behaviour. I remember in 1963, Bob Dylan wrote a song titled, The Times They Are A-Changin'. Here is what he wrote. Come mothers and fathers throughout the land, and don't criticise what you can't understand. Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command. Your old road is rapidly changing. Please get out of the new one if you can't lend a hand, for the times, they are a-changin'. There was full nudity on stage with the musical hair. There was pot smoking amongst US soldiers in Vietnam and married people experimented with swinging. They swapped wives and husbands with their neighbours and all the time they were told by the magazines, it's all right, you're not doing anything wrong. You know, no one was prepared for the wind of change that blew through society. But 50 years later, that same wind has grown into something else. Do you know what it is? Believe it or not, God prophesied over 2,000 years ago what would happen. Listen, we're going to turn to the book of Hosea, chapter 8 and verse 7. He said, They sow the wind and reap the whirlwind. Forty years after all of the social experimenting of the 60s and the 70s, we are paying a terrible price for our sins. People with broken marriages and families where children do not know right from wrong have become more common than their grandparents' day. Hosea also said earlier, if we turn back to chapter 4, verse 1, he said, There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying, killing and stealing, and committing adultery, they break all restraint with bloodshed upon bloodshed. What else can we expect when our movies show a steady diet of murder and rape, swearing and lying? Where will it end? I'm going to tell you. It's going to end in ruin and destruction. We are morally bankrupt, and it's time to bring back the family to bring back morality to our society. And so we want to give you, free of charge, two booklets that will come to you when you ask for them. They are titled, God's Plan for Happy Marriage and Successful Parenting God's Way. Just call the number that we will give you or simply go to tomorrowsworld.org to request your free copies. Now, Let's be very clear. For years, those of us who wanted to teach our children godly values have been on the defensive. Some people have been even apologetic for standing up for what is right. But be sure of one thing. There is now a hostility to anything that is godly amongst many of those who make the laws in our land. They despise and they hate concepts such as marriage for life. They are determined to teach our children life choices that the Bible clearly says are wrong. You know, the playing field is not level anymore. 
It's now tilted in the favour of those who do not want traditional family values. And so we need to bring back the family. Will you determine in your mind to become a part of the restoration of the family? Well, if so, stay with us as we go through some of the rules that will ensure that you, your mate, and your children or grandchildren can survive in a godless generation. Once again, the first free booklet that we have for you is entitled God's Plan for Happy Marriage. It will help you to lay the foundation for your family. If you're thinking of getting married, you need this vital information to prepare you. If you already have a strong marriage, you will learn how to apply new principles to make it even stronger. And if your marriage is under pressure and strain, you'll be given good advice on how to turn it around. You need to know, you need to ask for this booklet. Our second booklet that is going to come to you, also free of charge, is entitled Successful Parenting God's Way. And it follows on to help young parents, right up to grandparents, to wisely consider a plan for their children and grandchildren to become well-balanced, self-disciplined, and successful adults. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back to our special appeal. It's a strong and motivated appeal for the benefit of you and your loved ones. We need to admit that we have all been influenced by a clever campaign to undermine the very foundation our nations were built upon. We have mortgaged our countries to foreign powers. The Chinese have billions of US dollars in reserves, while the United States increases their borrowings to sustain a standard of living that just simply cannot continue. Time is running out for all of us to continue living the way that we have been living. Our families are going to face pressures in the days ahead. How can you prepare and fireproof your marriage and family? You know, there are rules that you can apply. What are the rules? Well, I want to start with number one. Make God the silent partner in your marriage. You know, trusting in God in your marriage is one of those things that if you start doing it right from the very beginning, it's going to ensure that your marriage is going to be successful. You know, I'd like to read to you from the book of Proverbs. We're going to read Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 14. Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. You know, to have a wife like that is 
frankly, one of the greatest gifts that God can give us. Now, when difficulties arise in marriage, and they will, if we can go to God together and pray together and be able to trust in God, you know, saying sorry to one another, being prepared to admit that we haven't been doing things correctly, that we've allowed selfishness to come into our lives. You know, when we can do that and then get up off our knees and then re-establish the relationship that we had, and probably even better, then God is involved in our marriage at all times. What about the second rule? Marriage is two people becoming one flesh. I'm going to turn here to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 31. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. In this example and this instruction that we receive, it says, the two shall become one. And so you think about that. It's like welding. If you take two pieces of metal and you heat them up to a high temperature, do you know what actually happens? At the very joint or joining faces of the two pieces, they actually weld together like that. And so when the two pieces of metal cool down, what have you got? You've got a rock-solid piece of one metal because the molecules in the uh, particular two pieces actually meld together and weld together. And if you think about it, Children are a product of the bonding of a man and his wife because some of the genes of the man and some of the genes of the woman come together. And that's what makes sexual relations between a man and a woman so important. What's the third rule? It's just one word. Communication. Talk to your mate. Tell them how you feel. Listen to your mate. Let them tell you how they feel. You know, on page 15 of God's plan for happy marriage, he says, remember that in marriage, especially, you should try to keep communication positive. You know, one of the greatest things that you can have in a marriage is praise. Wow, boy, I like you in that dress. You know, sweetheart, you look better than the day I married you. Uh, Or she might say to him, honey, I want to thank you for the patience that you have with me, the way that you have been helping the children lately, reading to them, taking an interest in them. Thanks, sweetheart. It really means a lot to me. But most of all, the thing about communication in a marriage is to be humble. Humble enough to say, sweetheart, I'm sorry, I made the mistake. Let the other person talk things out till they know that they have been heard. You know, if we interrupt or react, we're just going to make them mad. And also, don't say, you always do this or you always say that. Really? Always? You know, no one always does something. We might do it often. But when we say to our mate, you always do this, hey, where have they got to go from there? You've already told them that you're always wrong. Well, you know, none of us are always wrong. (laughs) Neither are we always right. But, you know, if we're prepared to apologize and forgive, God's going to be able to help us and strengthen us. Let's listen to what it says here in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31. 
Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So what's the fourth point? I call it the marriage bank account. What do I mean by that? You know, as a marriage and pre-marriage counsellor, I have often talked to people planning to marry to open two bank accounts. You know, first of all, there's the actual joint bank account that you need as a husband and wife. But you know what the second bank account is? It's a joint emotional account. You don't open that at a bank. You open it in your hearts and your minds. Let me explain what I mean. You know, when you start a marriage and you make deposits of kindness and affection and love and attention, and then you add to it words like, I really love you, or here, let me help you there. Or what about flowers or dinner at a restaurant or a Sunday afternoon drive? You know, all of these are like putting money in the bank. <clears throat> They're make, making deposits. And so the emotional and even the mental uh, relationship between the husband and the wife, sort of that grows. It goes into the hundreds of, not dollars or pounds, uh, but it goes into the, the hundreds of, you might say, emotional points that you build so that your wife trusts you. She knows you're not going to be doing the wrong thing and playing around and that. You know, when you're away for, on a trip, she knows that you're going to be faithful to her and you know that she's going to be faithful to you. Now, they are the, they are the deposits. Now, what would be an example of a withdrawal? Well, it's pretty simple. Phone call. Hi, honey. Going to be late home tonight. I hope that's okay. Yeah, that's fine, darling. What time do you think you'll be there? Oh, about 10. Or what about this one? Uh, honey, honey, sorry I spent so much on the dress. <laughs> that not only lowered the, the, the physical bank balance, but also the emotional bank balance a little. But, you know, if you've got plenty of, you know, deposits there, then the bank balance is going to be able to absorb that. But if you're running really low and you start dipping into the red emotionally and in frustration and doubt and suspicion, you're in for trouble. Another point, don't cross boundaries that will tear the fabric of your marriage. Let me ask the question, what is more important, being right or letting the other person be right? Sometimes we've got to just swallow our words and not say yes but you know and, and and carry on like that so would you like to know more about some of the simple rules for making your marriage stronger chances are some of us have not had anyone show us how we can improve things at home and so we have these two booklets ready just for you and your family God's plan for happy marriage and successful parenting God's way will give you timely tips that you can be putting into practice right away. So be ready to write down the phone number or address that we will give you or go to tomorrowsworld.org. We have telephone operators waiting for your call. We will get your booklets to you as soon as we can. But remember... In some areas, especially overseas, there may be a delay due to the postal system.
to receive this program's offer absolutely free. Or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. In the last part of the program, we covered some simple rules. They were, make God the silent partner in your marriage. Marriage is two people becoming one flesh. And number three was, communication. Number four, the marriage bank account. So let me continue with some more marriage rules before I give you a few parenting pointers. Number five is an interesting one. Listen to this, make up before you break up. You know, sometimes tensions build in a marriage and there are fireworks and explosions. Maybe there are repeating patterns that need to be addressed. The key to handling these situations is to make peace. You know, don't let things stew and fester till you cannot talk to one another. Notice here what it says in the book of Ephesians in verse 26 of chapter 4. That's Ephesians 4 and in verse 26. It says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. What does that mean? Well, it means that we should be prepared to solve the marital impasse before it goes too long. You know, the sun, sun sets once every 24 hours. So what this is saying is, be sure to resolve marriage problems within a 24-hour period if it means that you've got to say, I'm sorry. You know, I've noticed over the years, my wife and I have been married for 36 years. And sometimes we've, we've got to a situation where there's been some tension there. and You know, I've done something wrong or I think she's done something wrong. But that's not the point. That's not what's important. What's important is the restoration of the marital relations. And so what you need to say is, sweetheart, you know, I'm really sorry for the fact that I hurt you the way I did. Well, I'm sorry too, darling. You know, I shouldn't have said the things the way I said them. So when we do that, when we're prepared to uh, say sorry and admit that we've been wrong, you watch what happens. All that tension and all that, you know, tightness just dissipates. And then you can get back to that relationship of loving one another that you've had right through that, your marriage. Number six rule is a very simple one. Sex is only for marriage. Did you know that there was a time, say 50, 60 years ago, when most people believed it was wrong for a man and a woman to have sex if they were not married? Not now, it seems. You know, the movies over the last 40 or 50 years have changed those things. You know, people jump into bed, that, you know, without any real 
sense of shame or, or guilt at all. In fact, the movie star's personal lives are often disastrous. He'll go to the supermarket and the magazines at the checkout will glorify infidelity, divorce, fornication. What was that word? Fornication? You know, many of us know of God's law that states you shall not commit adultery, and we know what the word adultery means. But fewer people know that the Bible says it's wrong to have sex before marriage or to live together before marriage. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3, it says, But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints. You know, if you ask for your copy of God's plan for a happy marriage, we will send you also successful parenting God's way. So notice on the screen we'll be giving you the telephone number to call or you can go to tomorrowsworld.org. But you need these booklets so that you can go through them and read these wonderful vital rules for keeping your marriage happy and making you successful parents. So let us consider some of the rules of parenting this time. You know, an unstable marriage makes it harder for a family. And single parenting is more common these days. And men, many lone mothers or fathers, they do an excellent job of raising well-adjusted children, but it's not easy. And so our booklet on parenting, the one principle that stands out that will help you to be successful, is found in chapter 2. It deals with self-control, being the basis of self-esteem. Helping your children take early control of their lives will give them a better chance of guiding their lives in later years. In fact, the ideal environment for children is a positive world of warm, loving instruction and clear, fair rules that will give them structure in their lives. And sometimes there needs to be a little bit of discipline. But, you know, it doesn't have to be spanking and, and angry response to our children. We have to use the rules that God has given us. Another principle in our booklet is consistency, the path to security. When you read this chapter, it will show you how to create a stable and predictable environment where children can excel in life because they feel safe at home. So... Please take the time to call for your free copies of our two booklets, God's Plan for Happy Marriage and Successful Parenting, God's Way. You'll be so glad that you did. So call now the number on the screen and we will get your copies to you just as soon as we can. And be sure to watch again next week at the same time as Dr. Roderick Meredith, Mr. Richard Ames, Mr. Wallace Smith and I present to you the wonderful news of tomorrow's world. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
to view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.